Welcome to a bonus anniversary edition of the Simplistic Reviews Podcast. The website is one year old and the boys took some time out to commiserate it. One year. I'd have never imagined they'd make it that long. And I'm just talking about their life expectancy. Here are your hosts, again, barely clinging to life, Matthew Stewart, DJ Valentine, and Justin Polizzi. Hello Anniversary, this is the Simplistic Reviews Podcast. Uh, Woo! It's our one year anniversary of the site. So we little, did it! I don't know what we have accomplished. Q, Champagne, Effect. USA. QJZ Video. USA. 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 Yes, yes, yes. Uh, we're, uh, you know, nobody in the USA reads our reviews. We've <laughs> we're very popular in Europe. Um, we are, quite. We've been away for a little while because of the summertime and uh, some personal stuff, but we're back and it's a little bonus cast. Herpes. Herpes, so I got to get my shots. Um, Justin had the HPV thing. So we... I'm uh, <laughs> oh, sorry, did I out you there on national television? <laughs> 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 Justin might have... For a have podcasting had, public. Had, hey, listen. Had, <laughs> I like pussy. <laughs> he likes it so much he's willing to take one for the team. <laughs> yeah. Never mind that little white discharge. <laughs> That's what he's going to name his first board. Discharge. Discharge. <laughs> hey, little Discharge, come here. I've always said it would name my first born Mortal Kombat. And then, you, you wouldn't Mortal want to Kombat! Just yell him to come inside. And, yeah. <laughs> but don't worry, because I'm going to have multiple kids, and they're going to be Street Fighter and Street Fighter 2. All your kids are named after Capcom <laughs> games. Oh, oh, I want a kid named Pitch Fighter. <laughs> I want bad dudes. Bell. You're gonna have twins. I'm gonna have twins called Bad Dudes. No, the twins. You have Double Dragon. Double Dragon. Yeah, that's true. Oh, very horrible. Movie. Well, anyway, this is uh, <laughs> as we digress. This is our one-year anniversary of the site. Uh, this is a little bonus podcast that we're doing before we get back into the swing of things for the month of July. Um, one year ago today, I remember Justin had, I guess, I guess you texted me and you said, "Hey, you want to make fun of people's movies?" And I was like, "Yeah." <laughs> Nice. <laughs> I, I I got this friend of mine named Matt. He, he wants to make fun of movies too. He's like, yeah, let's let's make a let's make a website about it. And that's essentially I like kicking a movie when it's down, kicking a movie while it's up. Fuck it down. That's pretty yeah. verbatim. I'm not gonna lie. That's essentially what happened. It was like, hey, you want to want to make people want to make fun of people's artistic uh, dreams like, and desires, creativity and dreams. Like, yeah, fuck their dreams. Fuck their dreams. Fuck their dreams. <laughs> Um, the first two movies that were reviewed on the website, Matt came in a little bit later. Yours was uh, Zack and Mary, Matt, if I remember correctly. Yeah, that was my first one. Yeah, but I, 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 you always remember your first one. Yeah, that was like a couple days after the site. Or you was try up. not to remember. The <laughs> yeah, it depends. But, there's, there's a lot of factors. But the uh, two first movies reviewed on the website, the, the the day the website launched, was Lethal Weapon One. And Die Hard, and uh, we thought, would it be cool if we just talk about those two movies? Why we picked them? Why they're fucking awesome? And uh, Ju- Justin, you pick Lethal Weapon as your first. The first movie we reviewed on the site <laughs> is Lethal Weapon, which is pretty fucking badass if you think about it. The first movie review of a, yeah. <laughs> of a movie review website is Lethal Weapon. Why did you pick Lethal Weapon as your favorite? Uh, the first movie to, to review because it's like uh, you know. Mm. Amazing. <laughs> I mean, it's like, why did you pick Die Hard? Because oh, well. it's considered Amazing. one of the greatest action films of all time. Of all time. And ever. I think Lethal Weapon is right up there, as well as when you look at the writing and the whole the whole format and everything 
with the characters it just works almost perfectly it's just like Die Hard it's almost the perfect film and uh, it's really one of the earlier films I remember watching and just you know you know when you're when you're when you're like three and you watch that movie you become a man Spot <laughs> <laughs> a Matthew girl hair on your dick yeah. and other spots other spots <laughs> these two movies I mean uh, like, one thing that's like weird about Lethal Weapon to me is that Richard Donner it's like is a director guy who did Superman. Yeah, Dick and, Donner. Dick Donner, and the thing about it is, it's just like it, he is like one of the most unsung action directors maybe of all time. Nobody like him. Lethal Weapon is not like a PG thirteen film. No, people, people die horribly and often. Yeah, multiple shotgun wounds. <laughs> I mean, when people get shot, shot, they're getting yeah. The, the first scene I, I was watching Lethal Weapon like uh, this afternoon, that's the bone up on it, and I was watching the first scene of the movie. First scene of the movie is this naked high chick <laughs> jumps out the window, jumping off a window, right jumping off a I'm like, this is the guy that did Superman. <laughs> and what's great is you got that, you got that parallel with the the music. You got Christmas yeah, playing Christmas in the background. Music, yeah, yeah. <laughs> jingle bells, jingle bells, and there she goes flying. <laughs> you know, nipples and all. Uh, yeah, complete eighties though with the the drugs and everything. Oh yeah, it's beautiful. <laughs> um, uh, Matt, did you? Uh, when's the first time you even saw it? Do you see? You're probably you guys are probably too young to have seen Lethal Weapon in the theater. I think. I that, mean, I, yeah, I didn't see it in the theater. You, you. I mean, you were probably like only about what six when it came out though. Yeah, I was. I was. I think I was about. What did it come out like? Eighty five. I think it's eighty five. I think it's eighty seven. Eighty seven. March of eighty seven. Okay, yeah, so yeah. I was. Four. I was maybe four, depending on when it came out, like uh, month month wise. So between three or four. That's a perfect yeah. movie to take a child to. I mean, come on. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you know, matinee to lethal weapon. You know, it's nothing's better than that. <laughs> I don't know. I, I I think I probably caught it on. Um, it was either on HBO mo- most likely, or my dad had recorded it on VHS, and I ended up watching the VHS of it one day. So. Um, I was uh, yeah, I was I mean, sperm at this time. <laughs> yeah, you weren't even alive. <laughs> Justin was, was Justin was like around my daddy's dick. <laughs> I've been driving before while you were itching your daddy's pants. <laughs> 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 An apropos quote from Danny Glover. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but no, I mean. Um, it was great about the website when we first started the website I, and I we were I think we were trying to decide should we just do movies should we just do new movies should we do any genre and I think I think you, you said we should just do anything we want like at like any time period because some of these old films I know a lot of people who haven't even fucking seen Lethal Weapon really and, oh yeah, and some, some, of, yeah, yeah. some of the movies that do we you, do you talk to these people because you shouldn't uh, sadly I, probably I, just punch them in the face sadly I have to talk to some of these people but yeah there, there's <laughs> The, the old, I mean, the '80s when it comes to the action genre, we did that uh, whole uh, Commando Robocop thing back in the day. But, oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we, we were trying to pick up. Oh boy, remember? On that list, uh, I remember Justin. You were like, we should put Lethal Weapon One on there, but it didn't make the cut. But it barely didn't make the cut because it's such yeah. a gritty fucking '80s. Film. I think, I think, I think the reason why it really because it's more of, um, it's more solid. It's not as lunatic compared to the others yeah you know it's more based in it's some not a futuristic reality robot or, it's based in or, yeah. or arnold schwarzenegger flipping cars right. this, yeah. this is actually a, a simple movie about drug can, smugglers and a partner you know getting together with a partner and a team up and it's just perfect it could, it could happen yeah, I mean, it's it, 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 it was a it was a grittier 48 hours basically 
with the rules reversed, kind of in a certain sort of way. I look at Lethal Weapon when when I look at the series. It's essentially that whole series is a domestication of a wild dog. Essentially, <laughs> if you look if you look at it, because the first and the wildest the dog gets is like if you want to see if you see like Lethal Weapon four, and that's the only touch of Lethal Weapon you have, you're like, well, what's the big deal? Martin Riggs is what? What is the no Martin Riggs by Lethal Weapon four is domesticated. He's married. He has a kid. Yeah, yeah. Lethal Weapon one, he's fucking crazy i mean he's insane he's got a gun in his mouth in the first within the first what 10 minutes of the yeah, movie i think his first scene no 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 that's the second the second his no it's, it's, it's after no, the christmas tree scene yeah. yeah 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 he's very he he's crazy. well even before that he, he had the school shooting and he walks right up and he's like is he a good shot and the guy's like well he's kind of random and he's like all right i'm going in and he's like what are you doing <laughs> Takes you know, off he just jacket. stands there and the guy's firing at him he doesn't care. He just yeah. wants to die. I mean, you're he's right. Got death, he's got the death wish he's got the, thing going. He's got the death wish. <laughs> yeah. And he's, I mean, uh, this is this is around the time where Mel Gibson wasn't um, <laughs> anti-Semite. Like, yeah. <laughs> well, I yeah. was going to say insane because it seems like art is imitating life or life is imitating art or something because now Mel Gibson is insane and essentially the character he was playing in Lethal Weapon 1. <laughs> he's now Martin Riggs. He's become Martin Riggs. <laughs> But Martin Riggs didn't have a problem with the Jews or black people. An anti-Semite, or... Martin Riggs. <laughs> anti-Semite, Martin Riggs. Well, clearly you didn't see the director's cut. Well, the director's cut. They're going to leave a lot on the cutting room floor. I mean, Richard Donovan. It's like, oh, you Jews are directing all the time. I need to direct. Uh, but no. Joel uh... Silver, you Jew. <laughs> These are all deleted scenes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, uh, the, it was... The thing about Lethal Weapon, I, another thing I really like about it is that this is like the first time I've ever seen a hero hate himself. <laughs> like, I've never seen a suicidal... Like, the, the star of the film is this guy that wants to die, and he doesn't... <laughs> yeah. He, he's trying to kill himself. Nobody, he doesn't like anybody. He, he, he's just... He live, he's living in a trailer park on the beach. <laughs> I mean, it's like... A trailer park? He's living in like, one trailer I mean, on it, the beach. <laughs> like, Martin Ring... Like, every... It, in, in my previous times watching films heroes are always like guys like man I'd love to hang out with that guy I would never in my life want to hang out with Martin Riggs like a badass <laughs> I'd hang out with Martin Riggs maybe shooting maybe, his TV I don't know maybe Lethal Weapon 3 I'd hang out yeah, with Martin yeah he's Riggs. domesticated he got a girl yeah Lethal Weapon 1 but, he's, but he does hell. eat dog biscuits yeah. yeah but even at the at the end of at the end of Lethal Weapon um, he's got uh a friend, a best friend now, and and he kind of is taken in into the yeah, family. Yeah, part you know? two. Yeah, that's true. Even the doll yeah, comes yeah. in, so it's, it's like it, the family has has been. They adopted yeah, a white child. Balance his reason. I think that that essentially is the point of Lethal Weapon. Is this you know you got this guy, he had nothing to live for, so this family who was like the complete opposite of him, it's a perfect Bill Cosby family, essentially takes this wild person in. And they slowly, slowly just calm his ass down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because I'm telling you, if you, I, I cannot overstate this enough. He is batshit crazy in the beginning, <laughs> especially for like the first 45 minutes of *Lethal Weapon*. Yeah. He's nuts. There's a guy he pulls like, the Christmas tree scene 
where the guy yeah. pulls a gun on <laughs> Martin Riggs. Martin Riggs, shoot me, shoot, shoot me. me, shoot me. He, yeah. he puts a gun to Martin Riggs's head. Well, he hopes, he hopes to get shot. Yeah, he wants to die so bad. The guy he, is like using Martin as a human. <laughs> I call it the worst human shield scene, where he's like trying to use yeah. Martin as a human shield, and all Martin is doing is yelling at all the cops. Please shoot, shoot me. me, shoot me. And then he gets the gun from him because the guy won't shoot him, and he takes the guy's yeah. gun. <laughs> And the look in his eyes. Oh my god, he looks. Oh, the, yeah, he's got the. Uh, he had those manic eyes. His eyes, man. I think that was probably some of the best acting he ever did. Well, and then, and well, uh, the scene after um, the jumping off the roof mm. when yeah, you, had, you know, he uh, Glover gave him his gun and yeah. said, "Well, do it, do it." And he like, he was about to. He just <laughs> pulled goes the trigger for it and pulls the trigger. <laughs> and he, you are crazy. Yeah. yeah so I, now I'm going to go get something to eat. That scene where <laughs> that scene is my favorite part of uh, Murtaugh, Danny Glover's part in there, where he's so pissed. He's <laughs> like, come yeah. here! Shit! Get in here! Come here! He's like, slams the door, but the door doesn't slam. Because he thinks he's. The door he gets what? Yeah. He just thinks it's more of a joke. Yeah. And then he's and then he fight just gives him his gun. He's like, he pulls it to his mouth, you know, puts it under his chin. And... He has. The only reason Mark didn't die is because he has to put his thumb in the way of he the He put head. the thumb right with the, uh, with, with the uh, thing. Yeah. That's. I mean, what other action movie have you seen at that during the 80s that had a lead like that that was just fucking nuts out of his mind <laughs> and that hair like that yeah 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 Yeah, <laughs> I think the hair sold it the best and then, I, I, the only thing I miss in 4 I wish they kind of you know, for some reason yeah, he cut his hair too I, short in 4 yeah, yeah. yeah. He was domesticated that's like, that's the, that was a coup de grace his domestication they cut, they cut off his balls that was, his balls was his hair and his hair <laughs> and his hair <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, you gotta understand this Mel Gibson nuts as, as hell okay crazy crazy from beginning to end and the person they have to put against him is maybe the most crazy person in Hollywood yeah officially the <laughs> officially craziest person crazy. Gary Busey is the villain in part one now when you got a movie <laughs> where Mel Gibson is squaring off against Gary Busey it's like going into like Cuckoo's Nest <laughs> and you got Danny uh, you, got, you got Danny DeVito and uh, Christopher Lloyd having a, like a fist fight <laughs> it's, uh, I mean uh, the chief is just watching them fight. Like, I didn't mm-hmm. understand. Put it, I was very young when I saw *Lethal Weapon*, so I didn't understand the scene with the lighter until I got older. There's a scene where a guy takes yeah, a lighter. Yeah. The guy's like they're, they're, like, they're very loyal to me. Oh, I don't care. They're crazy. And he goes, "Give me yeah. your, give me your lighter. You smoke. Give me your lighter." And he holds the guy's lighter. He, he puts him against some arm bar, and it t- turn makes the guy turn on his lighter and tells, "Hey, Joshua, put, give me your arm." <laughs> Give me your arm. <laughs> and then Gary Busey, who's named Joshua, which is the most creepy name for a henchman ever, he puts his yeah. arm over the flame and just stares at the for guy. For a while. And it, Jesus Christ, what's wrong you people? <laughs> what's he saying? He's he like, goes, you, you guys, guys are, are out there you guys like are fucking, fucking Pluto. Fucking Pluto, you guys are fucking gone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what he said. <laughs> you guys are like Pluto, you're out there. You're out there, you're, you're gone. There. Your brains are gone. <laughs> Such a crazy scene. A movie, for, I mean, if you're going to pick anybody who would be, I'm like, because when you're watching the beginning of the movie, you're like, who the hell's going to take down Mel Gibson? He's crazy. He knows Tai Chi. He's a special forces sniper. Who's who's crazy enough to take him out? Oh, Gary Busey. <laughs> Thank you. And this is before I would have even thought Gary Busey was going to turn crazy. Because at that point, he wasn't nuts yet. Mm, he might have been not publicly nuts. Yeah, way. maybe. He, I mean, he, in the movie, he didn't seem nuts. He was like pretty well-spoken type, pretty calm guy. Yeah, 
You know, but, but then he gets he, fucking went off the deep end. He wasn't Predator yeah. too uh, crazy. Oh yeah, <laughs> he wasn't Predator <laughs> too Gary Busey. The See, lions. even Predator two, he was okay. No, lions dude, and tigers bears, and bears. Oh my. Oh my. <laughs> Soaking wet, Danny Cole. Oh boy, Always I was sweating. <laughs> There's a scene in the beginning where Danny Glover is like, it's his birthday, and he's got like a full beard. Is and oh. it's like in the bathtub. And the, th- the, the little known fact: none of that is bath water. It's just all of his sweat has filled up the bathtub. <laughs> Including the subsets. I always loved how they had that, that giant-ass mirror right there, too. <laughs> it was so awkward to see. I mean, they used it as so they could do that one shot where you could see the family in the back. And yeah, and him. Still see Glover. So 80s. You could, yeah, but you got to think, like, how... You got to keep up with that. That would get dirty as hell. Yeah. With all the water stains and everything Splash. like oh, that. Yeah. Continuity. And then it was always awkward. Stains, they, like I was stains. telling DJ, like, you could tell, like, all those kids were staring at their, their dad's dick right there. <laughs> yeah, probably. Who would Danny Glover. Daddy, he daddy, like, daddy. He didn't jump to block Daddy, anything. daddy, what's that? <laughs> it's what you, Is that a Hershey's it's, bar? It's what you came out of. <laughs> <laughs> that would... Give me my kid. Make a wish. Let's see, that's... I mean, I, I, they're trying to push it as like the the polar opposite of Martin Riggs or whatever but the scene with the um, <laughs> when they're rapping at the table is the most awkward oh boy the, I love that part oh I hate that part her name is Dina hate that part it's so it's so awkward because I don't know what's I mean it's so like no no I know what they're trying to do well now you look at it back in the day it was probably oh shit he's rapping he's rapping the guy from Color Purple is breaking it down yeah he's spitting into his hand (laughs) there was as I was watching it today there's a scene I don't know if you remember this Justin where uh, it's like the opening scene of him Walking through his family's house, and he got the, he shaved his beard off, and he's walking. Yeah, with the egg. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She drops the egg. He's like, "Don't walk in the egg." And there, he's like, I gotta the, look for the eggs, or I'm walking. There's a really <laughs> uncomfortable scene. I don't know if you know. He takes the he takes the bacon from the child. No, no, worse than that. His he's walking to the door, and his 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 daughter's walking downstairs. Hey, daddy, this is my prom dress. Right, and he it's it's his New Year's New Year's Eve New Year's Eve dress. dress. Yes, and she's wearing this skimpy dress. And Danny Glover's oh, looking yeah. at her, and he's not like, look—he's mm, not looking at her like a dad. He's looking at her like a yeah. dude. And you can hear, if you listen to what he says, he goes, "Goddamn heartbreaker." He had a lot of scenes like that where he said like a lot of shit under his under breath. Under his breath, would, yeah. Be... The ADR for Danny Glover is always amazing because it's all—all all of his under the breath scenes are ADR. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, when, when, the first time he said, I'm too old for this shit, wasn't like, I'm too old for this shit. It was when, it was he, like when, really when, he, when he tackled Martin Riggs in the police station. He goes, gun! And Martin flipped him on the ground and they were picking him up. Yeah. And he's not, I, I guess, they show his lips and it's not matching when he goes, I'm too old for this shit. Yeah, basically. Yeah. <laughs> and the uh, sound effect of the uh, spraying of the sweat does not match as well. <laughs> no. I mean, it's supposed to sound like a Windex bottle, but apparently it's it's very quiet. They, they, they've toned it. <laughs> exactly. That's... <laughs> two two things that always bother me about that film: the rapping in the. I know though it was probably. Fu- I see. I like the rapping. The, the futurist. It was probably futuristic at the time, but goddamn that cell phone. <laughs> oh. The Eddie Glover oh. has back in the back in the eight in eighty seven. They had the cell phones were they came like with like a generator. <laughs> Yeah, it's essentially like your can around like an oil can, but it's like a, it's like a. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
<laughs> it served two purposes. You could you could use it to make butter. You could, you could turn butter with it, and you could also make a phone call to a psychiatrist. See that <laughs> Martin Riggs is crazy, and he's is a crazy. Like, remember in Saving Private Ryan when they're they're taking the beachhead and like uh, yeah, and the, Tom Hanks is like get up, get up, get up, and that guy is there. That's what Tom. That's what uh, Danny Glover is carrying around. He's carrying around that radio. Well, technology takes a long time to catch up. I mean, you know, from the 40s to 80s, it was like using the same thing. But th- th- it was specifically there for that was like product placement because it'd been way easier to go to a fucking payphone. It hadn't come over. It uses it like three times, and it, it immediately dates the film. As soon as you see it, you're like, what the fuck is he carrying? It's like this old. This movie's old as fuck. <laughs> and that. Well, he. Because right after he gets off the phone, that's what he says. I'm too old for this shit. Old. He says yeah. it again. That's the second time he says it. He goes, I'm too old for this shit. <laughs> it's like, I can't use phones. <laughs> uh, also, um, though I saw, I, 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 I'm, I'm kind of behind. I saw Lethal Weapon 2 is my favorite Lethal Weapon. Mainly because I saw that before Lethal Weapon 1. But the, the constant of Lethal Weapon, which, I mean, I'm not even a gun enthusiast. But that was the first time I had ever seen a Beretta on film, and yeah. that movie <laughs> makes a Beretta look like you could take out <laughs> any one of those. Everything, a helicopter, practically. In the second movie, we're not going to talk about the second movie as much, but the second movie, he takes out a helicopter with it. In, the, in this one, he shoots at a helicopter, and Gary Busey's like escaping on the helicopter, and he's shooting at it. But the way Martin Riggs uses a Beretta, he has must have the quickest trigger finger <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it's like bam, 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 bam. bam. I, I'm pretty sure a Beretta can. I mean, I fired a Beretta once before, but I, I don't know. Even if I was trying, if I could pull a trigger as fast as the sound, the sound editing in this movie, <laughs> it's like a machine pistol with the way he pulls it. Yeah, <laughs> but it was like the, at the time, it was like the the first time I had seen a gun like that, and I know in the second one it had like the the safety had the the laser red. And this one is painted on, and it was—it was like really—it's almost like he, like a, his his signature weapon of the whole entire franchise or whatever. Right. But yeah, yeah. I mean, he had the Beretta, and uh, Danny Glover had the signature. Oh, fashion! So. I bet you the kids got an automatic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Leo. Gets. Leo gets. But uh, yeah, um, I, if I had to say. <laughs> else about Lethal Weapon, the finale, the uh, final scene of Lethal Weapon <laughs> goes against every... <laughs> I mean, I know they're breaking... <laughs> every cop procedure ever. But they break more cop procedures in, as the series goes along. As you continue to watch this series, they just <laughs> yeah, they keep, really don't, they don't give a shit about the law. being peacekeepers or lawmen. First off, Martin keeps killing suspects. I, I mean, I guess that's whatever. Yeah. But um, in, the, in the second one, though, again, we're not going to talk about it, they just... We're not cops tonight, Raj. We're just gonna just kill him. Yeah. <laughs> in this movie, <laughs> in this movie, Danny Glover's Vietnam buddy is like, "Kill him, Raj. Kill him. You can kill him." Yeah. And he's like, "Uh, yeah, whatever." You owe me. You owe You're me. not a cop. You You're not a cop. You're my friend. You can do that. You can do that. You can kill him. <laughs> yeah. And essentially, that's like, what they, uh, okay. essentially that's what they do. They kill everyone. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's why uh, Sarge cries in bed. Yeah. <laughs> Why do you cry in bed? Murtaugh Riggs, you kill another guy. You alone? Yeah. Why do you think I was crying? Why do you think I cried? <laughs> Why do you think I was crying? Sounds like an '80s man to me. <laughs> what a weird cut! Co- those, those little conversations. That was a weird conversation yeah, they were having in the office alone. <laughs> like what? That sounds like an '80s man. To sounds me. like an '80s man to me. <laughs> I remember seeing that. Every time that line comes up, I was like, 
<laughs> really? <laughs> really ahead of our time there. Oh, man. <laughs> um, it's, a, it's a first metrosexual. <laughs> he didn't look well, like the guys of the 80s aren't tough. They're sensitive people. They are. Show a little emotion to a woman and shit like that. And like, Rod, I, I, I'm like, why is Rod listening to this conversation? <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah, how did this guy walk into his office? Like, what, what were they discussing before <laughs> they got he to started this, discussing the fact that he them, cries? What got them to this point? <laughs> I don't know. Is he asking about a case? Like, hey, I heard uh, this this white woman jumped off jumped out of a building. Oh, by the way, I cry a lot. <laughs> uh, got any? Uh, you got any uh, photos look of her? <laughs> can I can I look at her first? God damn it, Sarge! <laughs> you creepy fuck! <laughs> Saw your daughter's New Year's Eve dress. She's a real heartbreaker. That yeah. one. I know. <laughs> He's hot as hell. It's, it's like maybe want to buy rubbers. <laughs> that guy gets killed. He gets killed and. That's every time I pick up a, a thing of milk, I always think about that scene. Oh, yeah, the milk scene, yeah. Because we didn't oh, get, yeah, shot, get shot. In the, in the milk, milk gets shot as well. <laughs> and he pours I, out and he's like, oh no. <laughs> a helicopter's going to appear behind me and shoot me. <laughs> Why is he drinking milk out of a carton? And where did he, I don't know. I where think did he, he get I think the he milk was from? doing like a bourbon and milk. Or something you want like a that. drink? But, you want a drink there? <laughs> Yeah, I'll take a drink. Help on some two percent. But where was the refrigerator? I <laughs> mean, not what I was really was, expecting. But, I gotta watch right. that scene again, but I don't remember seeing a refrigerator. Were they in a bank? Or, no, they were in his house. They were in his house. No, that they was, were, they that were was in his house. They were at, at the funeral or something like that. Just the milk is such a random thing. <laughs> it's a hell of a shot for Gary Busey oh to make. Yet he can't hit Martin. <laughs> Who's <laughs> right in front of him? <laughs> Uh, uh, during that um, scene where uh, the guy's talking about being a sensitive '80s man, did you do you guys remember the person that walked into the office next? <laughs> it's ah uh, shit. It's gonna blow your mind. The only reason I know I remember this because I saw it this morning. <laughs> oh, what's his name? Johnson. The Agent fucking Johnson. <laughs> Agent Johnson. Yeah. Johnson. Yeah. That's and right. he gets killed in the second yeah. one. <laughs> It's it's very ironic that this film, Lethal Weapon, there's our link. It has, Dude, it's all Joel Silver universe, Joel man. Silver universe. The Silververse. And uh, Endo, the, the guy who electrocutes yep. um, Martin Riggs, is also in Die Hard. <laughs> He's the one that eats the cr- the Crunch Bar. Yeah. <laughs> and that kind of yeah. <laughs> that kind of leads us to Die Hard. Endo here knows more about pain. <laughs> yeah, about that. Um. Lethal Weapon was also the first movie, even before Terminator 2, where I could see a man catch up to a moving vehicle on foot. <laughs> it happens. It, it happens all in, in Lethal Weapon 1, Lethal Weapon 2, Lethal Weapon 3. He keeps catching up to moving vehicles. Martin Riggs must be the fastest man in the world. <laughs> oh, man. I think it's LA traffic. Don't question it. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, so that kind of leads us into Die Hard with Endo and uh, Agent Johnson. Die Hard. <laughs> I've told this story. No relation. I, no relation. I've told this story many times uh, to you guys. I don't know if you probably don't remember, but I was very young when Die Hard came out, and I begged my mother. And I told her, I said, "Look, you don't have to buy me anything for Christmas. Just make take me to go see Die Hard because I was not of our movie rated movie uh, age yet." I was like, please, I'll do anything. I'll, I'll, you don't have to buy me anything for my birthday. I, you don't have to buy me anything for Christmas. I just want to see fucking Die Hard, please. Anything <sighs> anything where a guy standing by an elevator, diving away, and it explodes, I must watch it, and I must watch it now. And she took me to see it, and it changed <laughs> my fucking life. It's the, the, to this day, it's my favorite action film of all time. I hold it up like a, like a shield against anybody who wants to say, oh, I, well, no, no, no. Every movie, action movie... 
It might be the greatest of all time. And, see, and seeing that we're, you know, Die Hard is now dead and rest in peace, uh, John McClane, seeing that the front yeah. is buried in Russia. <laughs> it's very, at this point now, Die Hard is buried in the deepest, darkest <laughs> recesses of Russia. He was, he was, he was more McClane in Expendables 2. He was more McClane in G.I. Joe <laughs> than he was in Good Day to Die Hard. <laughs> But I digress. Yes. Anyway, yes. Yeah. Um, die, Please. Die Hard, as opposed to uh, Lethal Weapon. Um, man, <laughs> what, how do I? Where do I even begin with this movie? This movie is so awesome. Well, I mean, Die Hard is the the bar when it comes to like setting the trend of the modern. I think you stop. Maybe I'm trying to think of like when the cutoff was of like during the '80s, where you had certain movies that were action. And then he had Die Hard that everybody pretty much said, okay, we want every one of our heroes to be like John, John McClane. I mean, if you think about Lethal Weapon... The, an, the ultimate anti-hero. And the thing about Lethal mm -hmm. Weapon and Die Hard is that, as uh, Justin was saying earlier, this was like the first time you're you're, you're, you're coming off of Commando and, and Robocop. These are like real people <laughs> in these yeah. extraordinary situations. And uh, John McClane in a, in a way more extraordinary one. But it, they're, <laughs> they're not like... You know they don't have powers. John McClane is John McClane is on the the, the the scene that personifies John McClane is when he's on the roof, and he's like, "Please God, don't let me die." Yeah, <laughs> that, that's like, like, damn. That is like the <laughs> that's when you know he is not a hero when he's like, "Look, I, yeah. he's praying to God that he he doesn't know if he's gonna, if he's gonna even make it." Even Riggs has yeah. a little bit more superhero in him than John McClane because Riggs is like super trained and you know so he doesn't he, he doesn't give a shit about living or dying. John McClane has like regular human fear, which I think set him apart from like I don't know John Matrix. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, originally Die Hard was pitched as a sequel to to Commando. <laughs> How the hell? Really? <laughs> yeah, and. It was it's uh, Die Hard's based off um, the book Nothing Lasts Forever. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Based um, off sequel to the Detective, which was Frank Sinatra, and then originally Nothing Lasts Forever, aka Die Hard, was originally going to be uh, played by Frank Sinatra. <laughs> can you? I'd like to see can that. Can you imagine? Can you <laughs> fucking imagine? <laughs> Who would have been the villain if Frank Sinatra oh, was got, the hero? Gotta be Dean like Martin. A... Dean Martin, of course. Dean Martin has like he's just drunk the entire movie. It's just he's bombed out of his mind. That's, it's the movie I want to see when I die. That's what it's I want. It's Sammy Davis is the is the computer with Sammy Davis is fucking it's Theo. Yeah, he's Theo or the limo driver, whoever you he's want Argyle. to be. I don't know. He could be Argyle. It's like, hey, baby, Sammy Davis. The, the police, the Sammy Davis. The police got themselves an RB, babe. <laughs> Ring it in, baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hold on, my eye just came out. <laughs> but uh, oh man, but Die Hard, man. I mean, if you, you gotta understand, this guy, it's essentially if you've ever seen an action film like these two movies that came out this year called Olympus Has Fallen or White House. <laughs> Down. I thought we were going to talk oh, about this. But yeah, they, they, yeah it's so sad. Like even to, that, that's how it's taboo. Yeah, that, that, we're gonna save it for a longer, longer. Oh my God. Yeah, I, I won't get into I, I won't get into theatrics with that. But if you if you just 
it's 2013. Those movies just came out, and they're essentially carbon copies of Die Hard. That's how long-lasting Die Hard's influence has had in action film genre. They're still trying to make a better Die Hard. <laughs> they're still trying to do it. They, even the Die Hard that came out this year is still trying to do Die Hard. Failing miserably, but they're still... Yeah, they, they've only <laughs> really, only really matched it once. Die Hard with a Vengeance. Three. <laughs> Die Hard with a Vengeance. Yeah. In 90, 95. <laughs> yeah. Die Hard with a Vengeance is as close as... They should have called it Die Hard 95. It would have been more, more of a badass title than Die Hard with a Vengeance. Oh, wait, wait. It's like American, Die Hard 95. American Online 95. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, these... Uh, other than John McClane being like in this extraordinary situation, he's in a building. If you've never seen Die Hard, shame on you. But uh, if you haven't, the synopsis is a regular cop from New York. I don't believe I'm even breaking down. If, if you haven't seen Die Hard, I don't, I don't know what the fuck you want. Uh, yeah, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> do your homework. Do, go, go do your due diligence Poor and then come back and listen to this. Put a gun in your mouth and yeah. pull the trigger. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I should put it, yeah, put it in your yeah, mouth. Put it in your mouth. That way, the bullet might miss your brain. Bottom of my chin, my bottom, under my chin is even better, huh? Under my chin. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> It'll go through your ear. Put it under the chin, that way it goes through your head. <laughs> <laughs> Lethal weapon reference, people. Lethal you weapon. really are trying to draw a psycho pension. You really are crazy. I'm hungry. Yeah, I'm hungry. <laughs> Let's go get something to eat. <laughs> it's like, what just happened? <laughs> But, uh, yeah, anyway, if you haven't seen Die Hard, pull a rigs. Um, <laughs> but, but follow through. If you, if, you, if you really want to know what it's about, it's about a regular cop from New York who goes to, re, I guess, reconnect with his... Are they divorced? Or I guess they're separated? No, they're, they're like, uh, separated because she got a job out yeah, west. Yeah, his wife, John McClane's wife. and a, Holly Gennaro. Holly Gennaro. And while he, they're out of having a Christmas party at Nakatomi Hour or plaza, plaza, and terrorists come in and take over the building. And John McClane, the lone uh, hostage that escapes, decides to kill everyone in the building who's a terrorist. And that's essentially the movie. Yes, uh, kind of putting especially it with uh, terrorists feet, with feet smaller than his <laughs> You're a policeman. There are rules for policemen. It's like this what Captain keeps telling me. <laughs> Um, on top of the fact that it's great action from beginning to end, the lines in this movie, <laughs> the writing, <laughs> Stephen D'Souza, I think. You just heard a few just yeah, now. Yeah, the guy, the guy who wrote Street Fighter wrote this. This is very sad to me, but Steve, I think his name is Stephen D'Souza. He wrote this movie. Oh, Stefan D'Souza. Stefan D'Souza, yeah. yeah, whatever the frick his name is. Uh, the dialogue in this movie is excellent. I literally can sit here and quote lines from Die Hard every last quote. It's awesome. <laughs> we could do a we could do a uh, simply quotable just on Die Hard, and every yeah. one of them would be great quotes. <laughs> Actually, might be a good oh, idea. Oh man, it's so it's so good. And it's not just John McClane that gets good lines. Not even the hero. The hero gets the hero gets great lines. But there's he gets the best. He gets yeah. the best lines. But there's characters in here that, that who are small characters. They get amazing lines. <laughs> they say maybe one thing in the movie, but the one thing they say is. Magic. Oh God! What's his name? Ellis. Ellis runs this movie. <laughs> Hans Booby, I'm your white knight, is amazing. Booby, I'm your Boobie. white knight. Hey, Hans, put the gun away. This is radio, not television. Uh, <laughs> and speaking of Hans, again, as I tell you, this is my favorite action film of all time. Uh, Hans Gruber's got to be my number two favorite villain of any film I've ever seen. 
He's awesome. He's amazing. I, Alan Rickman, uh, a little known fact here on Simplicity Reviews, we love Alan Rickman. Alan Rickman's a badass. We do. <laughs> Alan, Rick, we do. Alan Rickman's amazing. And this is the first time I've ever, had, I've ever seen him in anything. My first ex- first. Is that his first movie? First feature. That's his first movie? Oh, I, I, it's his it might, first it big feature. Been, I, I, he, he's done a couple little things, but this well, is when his did first quick, When feature. did Quigley Down Under come out? That's after. That was after. That was like after. Way, not way after? No, it was probably like 92? Because like, Die Hard was eighty eight. Yeah, I think it was not, It was after. I remember that. Um, okay, but yeah, uh, it, it, he he's amazing in that. But he's not in that movie enough. <laughs> yeah, in Die Hard, he's in it from <laughs> beginning to end. And yeah, I didn't know anything about this guy. But after I watched Die Hard, I was like, this guy better make a billion movies. And thankfully, he did. He makes a, a movie a week. <laughs> <laughs> now we're trying to get him. Stop! Stop making movies. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Enough. and I think what sold me on him, other than the fact that you got a hero who is just the coolest hero ever, he the villain never usually gets a chance to hold his own in a verbal exchange with a hero. And this is one of the first times that I remember. Like in Indiana Jones, Indiana Jones owned every... He talked to anybody. Belloc, he yeah, just walked circles. None of the villains yeah, really... He walked circles around Belloc. It was, a, it, was a, it was easy, you know? But this villain... You're almost rooting for him. He's so awesome. He's every every line out of his mouth, and when he does the American accent, <laughs> when he tries to dupe John McClane by pretending he's a hostage, so he drops in the American <laughs> accent as Bill Clay. Bill Clay. <laughs> Clay. Bill Clay. Get on fucking TV with that accent. <laughs> it is so good. It is so solid. It is so. It, it it's it, because we know something the. The movie does something where it seems like we know something a character doesn't, and then we find out yeah. that the character that we thought we knew more of knew more than we did, <laughs> which is awesome. Yeah. That scene is so good. That that scene right there in the scene um, on the radio when they're with the, the Ellis scene, as I like to call it, is also <laughs> quintessential Die Hard. <laughs> <laughs> Not even uh, what's his name? Uh, what was the name of the guy that uh, Han shot? I forget his fucking name. Um, the, the, uh, Nakatomi guy? Yeah, the Nakatomi guy. They had uh, okay, the Asian guy. Asian guy. Uh, I forget his freaking name. Uh, Takagi. 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 <laughs> Is that what you said when you shot Takagi? Whoops. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that scene was good too, but that was all Alan Rickman. John McClane's kind of sidelined in that scene, and Alan Rickman is just essentially killing this guy with charm the entire time <laughs> and then after he kills him he goes downstairs and he's just so nonchalant about it he won't be joining us for the rest of his life he's just so awesome oh, I think that's my that's probably my favorite line of the movie you can make it out of here in two ways Either walking out or dragged out it's all up to you you I mean, can something like that. tear the building apart looking for yeah but yes. I might definitely. I mean, uh, first, that all movie also helped me learn German because I know what Easter von Fiesta means now. <laughs> Shoot the no, glass. I know what Snell means. Snell, 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 Snell. Um, so, uh, other than the action as well, uh, that uh, Lethal Weapon has had pretty good sound editing too, but the sound editing for Die Hard, every bullet hit in that movie. Holy shit. I don't know if the guy won an Academy Award for that. I don't know what he was going up against. It was 88, so I have no idea. But the every gun going off, it, it was like the loudest. I, I hadn't seen movies like Commando and Rambo. And the guns going off in those movies just felt like fake. But for some reason, Die Hard sound editing, those guns going off sounded just um, 
the scene where they're shooting the SWAT members uh, is it, it, yeah. nuts. The shoot, the, the shoot, the glass scene where the MP5s yeah. are going off—it just sounds like crazy good. Like it's well, like 2013 quality sound effects for that. And I almost feel—I mean, it feels like every gun sounded different, which was good. Because yes. you know, sometimes in action movies, every they're single all, gun sounds they're all the same a, way. They're all a 44 Magnum. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <They're> all... <laughs> You, you, even this in, one, even it, in Star Wars, the forty-four Magnum. Yeah, it's not like fucking blasters. <laughs> Wait a minute, is that a gun? It's a pistol go off. Are we in the every future? single one of them sound like Han Solo was pulling the trigger of every gun ever. No, but they all have like their distinct sound and like muzzle flash and like their the bullets coming out. Just I don't know everything. Yeah, sounded, when you, you know. when you that movie's like. Uh, Everyone came with their A game. Yes, for that mm-hmm. it's writer, director, John. Even John DeBont. John DeBont is a cinematographer. The director of yeah. Twister and Speed is the, the cinematographer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's when you know you got some good stuff going on there. Then you got a uh, you got a good casting. I mean, this was McC- this is like uh, Bruce Willis's first non comedic role. I mean, maybe he had yeah, done some other moon- stuff before. I think it was Moonlighting moon- and then this. And then like, this. Who yeah. the fuck is Bruce Willis? He did that blind date movie with John Larroquette <laughs> and uh, Ken Bas- yeah. Ken Basinger, and then he did this. <laughs> Like who the hell's Bruce? Because like, you said it was supposed to be Frank Sinatra. Wasn't somebody? Wasn't Robert De Niro also supposed to be one of these people? Was supposed to be John McClane? Uh, probably. I know they were because they, you know, because it was yeah, one of the big name maybe the detective and everything. They were kind of, you know, well, Frank Sinatra did the detective, and this is a sequel. They're trying to make it a sequel for Commando. So I'm sure they looked at everybody <laughs> they could possibly find. And I mean, to take a chance um, on uh, that guy. That's that's well, yeah, Daniel Craig esque. <laughs> Them taking like I mean I think Joel Silver had a lot to do with the success of both I mean producing both movies but finding Mel Gibson it's like who the hell was Mel Gibson before uh, Lethal Weapon he did Mad, Mad Max, Max but yeah. it wasn't like it, it was it was an Australian movie where it wasn't anything major and then yeah. Bruce Willis didn't do anything before Die Hard that was that big Mad so. Max got popular later that wasn't popular yeah that was like that it was became later. like a cult movie they had, they it, edited you know. scenes uh, out of Mad Max because they didn't know because Mel Gibson wasn't a big name they were like who the fuck is Mel yeah. Gibson fuck that who's this, uh, who's this young strapping Australian I mean not to take anything away from them as actors but it does help when you have material that's really, amazing really yeah. good <laughs> yeah it's true you but know. you still got to deliver it in a way that is like hey i mean and right, that's, writing's happy they, they, that's true there's no there's that's true. There, I, I give them the actors the props because there's no doubt when you watch die hard and you watch lethal weapon there's no doubt in your mind mel gibson's insane and it proves that he was and when you watch die hard <laughs> i mean Bruce Willis looks like a cop. He looks like a freaking night. There's no. It's not like when you're watching uh, some movie where a guy's supposed to be like this army guy, and you're like, wait, you don't seem like you're an army guy. You don't. Bruce Willis looks like a New York cop who broke up with his wife. He looks exactly like the character. He acts exactly like the character. Delivers dialogue. Every every instinct he went with in that movie just feels natural. Everything felt felt real to me. And it, yeah. Alan Rickman, I thought he was German the whole fucking. Yeah, <laughs> I had no idea he was English. I, he's British. It's because you're just you're just another American who sold too many movies. Yeah. <laughs> another Roy Rogers. You're just another American. You <laughs> sold too many movies as a child. And speaking of, speaking of blonde baddies, uh, you guys were talking about Joshua earlier. Then we had Carl. Oh, yeah. Soul with a K. Soul with a K, who I saw first in Witness as a fucking Quaker, and now he's ripping people apart. 
Yeah. Nobody kills him but me. Kills him but me. <laughs> and he was okay. <laughs> and then he starts destroying the. Didn't realize we were taking uh, tickets. <laughs> dibs. I got dibs on McLean. <laughs> ticket, ticket. <laughs> and then you got Holly Gennaro watching Carl lose his shit because John yeah. McLean kills his brother. He looks pissed. He's got to be. A, John's still alive. I mean, only John can make anybody. Only so. John can make somebody that crazy. <laughs> It's like what a bitch. <laughs> the scene, the scene where it scares the shit out of me about that movie is when he's like having this firefight and McTiernan like raises the camera like above the firefighter, like hey, where are you going? And then as he starts raising it up, it stops right on Carl, who's slowly oh, creeping. Yeah, he, yeah, he's like stalking his prey. <laughs> oh my yeah. god, like a fucking hunter, <laughs> and he still misses. Ironically, <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. He has that weird Steyrog. Steyrog. First time I'd ever seen that gun in anything. What the fuck is he using? A a, a toy gun? Yeah, I know. He's like, why has he got to put it together? We are both professionals. professionals. This is professional. (laughs) Personal. Yeah, that fight also. We're talking about sound editing. Those punches he's laying on Carl, they're... Oh, my God. (laughs) I mean, it's like the Indiana... Not since the Indiana Jones punch have I heard a punch... That sounded that painful. <laughs> Every punch is just like boom, boom, boom. It's like the Rocky punch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It all sounds Jesus like Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm like, he hits, he, he punches Carl in like the midsection like twenty times <laughs> in like five seconds. It's like boom, 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 boom. A lot of a lot of the way they do that sound effect for punches is they would use cannons from like Civil War cannons and stuff like that. That makes sense. It's like how they use for for Rocky. They use, Jesus. They use cannons. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> this guy's punching like a cannon. <laughs> uh, well, that's like you know, like it, a lot of a lot of animal noises are used, you know, for explosions oh, yeah. and stuff like that. Tigers and lions and bears. That's true. Yeah, lions. just like the growl, the growls and. Um. Yeah. So yeah, Die Hard. Uh, I I I think my word for Die Hard was quintessential because to me, to this day, it's still the quintessential action film I, I can oh it's it's definitely the best I mean I mean it really is the best and it saddens me to look at the state that Die Hard is in this <laughs> just, just to go <laughs> I know it's like, what, God, what man, happened to you, you? Really... well who do you blame for that though I don't, do you I, I, I almost Fox. blame Bruce Willis more for it I don't know I don't think well Bruce Willis doesn't care but Fox you know, also Bruce Willis care. could have said like look I have my reputation to uphold if Fox, but he but, did do but if, you out, want, so. but if you want Bruce okay we've seen from Looper that Bruce Willis can care so why don't you do us? He can. A, so do yeah. us a favor, Fox, Mister Money Fucking Bags, and hire a director other than the guy who did fucking Max Payne or fucking Lynn Wiseman. Get an actual oh, good. Oh <laughs> Because Max Payne was. Great. Oh yeah, that was a great yeah. decision. That was, that, was a, that was a barn burner. That was amazing. That was a yeah. Barn burner. <laughs> why don't you get Ryan Johnson, who did the Looper, to do a Die Hard film? I'd watch the fuck out of that. Get somebody that that Bruce Willis respects as a director, and he'll try. He'll fucking care. Bring back Kevin Smith for Die Hard Six. No, no, he, they hate each other. But I mean, I mean, no. is John McTiernan is John McTiernan out of jail yet? I mean, he's been in jail. I, I haven't heard. I haven't heard an update on his. Situation. You know what? That I mean, that shows you. Like, if he does, you know, he did the first one, and then they get somebody else to do the second one. Randy Harlan, that's not great. Yeah. Then he comes and does the third one. You're like, Holy kicks shit, ass. this is awesome. It's night and day. Night yeah. and day. It's from the second night. Night and day. In day. I mean, and 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 I would agree with Matt on saying that it really is Bruce Willis's fault because. He holds a lot of power. Let's, let's yeah, not deny that. But, ultimate veto power. But when you watch the last film, and I'm not even going to say the title of the film because it haunts me to this oh. day of seeing that oh. film. <laughs> um, 
he does not even want to look like he wants to try to act. No. He's not even caring. No. There's no no caring in his acting or his the way he moves, the way he he, you, he acts. You remember you eyes. remember Bill Murray in uh, Zombieland? Spoiler alert! As a cameo, yeah. At, when they're doing yeah. the Ghostbuster scene, that's how Bruce yeah. Willis is doing John McClane. Like he's like half doing it. <laughs> like he doesn't. Yeah. It, it, and I remember we after the podcast when we saw that, and I had said, you know, I feel like he's going to give more of a performance in GI Joe of. McLean or even Red Two. You look at the trailer for Red Two, and you're like, "Wow, that's McLean right there, yeah, he's, almost." He's, yeah. he's trying. He's giving. Not a, a little goofier, but a, I'm just saying. Better than nothing. When you better watch than that, Die Hard. Yeah, die good hard day to for, Die Hard. I was I wanted to cry when I saw that. Mostly because I, you know, it cost a shitload of money to go see it, but I know, you know, $10 back. I, I didn't. <laughs> I didn't uh, borrow it from the internet. And I still paid and saw that movie because it's you know it's Die Hard and I wanted to see a Die Hard film you know because I thought the last one sucked but the last one compared to this one masterpiece yeah, yeah. I mean, so that's a shame when you have an actor who doesn't want to even try to act and, and care for so I I blame a lot on him you know? yeah um so fuck you <laughs> <laughs> yippee ki yay Bruce Willis. <laughs> <laughs> used to be beautiful, man. Used to be beautiful. Well, to be bring beautiful. the hair back, man. Yeah, bring the hair back. You can, yeah, bring something back. Just a little bit of hair. Just give him the wig. Give him the. Give him. Want McLean the receding hairline from part three yeah. is fine. I'll take that. Yeah, give him the Hardigan. Give him the Hardigan hair. Yeah, I think the Hardigan hair from Sin City. It's close enough. Yeah. <laughs> hey, yeah, there you go. <laughs> John, what happened? You're went, not bald once anymore. Once he went bald, that's when the movies got bad. Rogaine. Bald is not beautiful. Bald is shit. <laughs> But again, less and less hair he had, he, it got worse. But again, worse. he's, mm-hmm. aw- I mean, Looper, he's awesome. He's fucking awesome in Looper. Because he's caring. <laughs> but I don't think he, he didn't have to carry the film, though. That was the thing. But if you, it's like, but that, with Die Hard, you would expect him to carry a film. It's his film. It's his franchise. I mean, he started it all, basically. So you would expect a lot more out of the person that I think he looks, made I think the he, series what it is. He looks at it like an ATM now. He doesn't look at it like a, mo- a movie anymore. It's like, Which is fucked up. Yeah, it's like, let me get my money out of this this movie. I'll make this movie. It's like, uh, buy a new boat with it. He doesn't look at it like, hey, I'm making a cool, uh, you know. And apparently fans like of Die Hard, like me, we don't really, we're not, we're few and far between now. If you don't yeah, have we're a, dying breed. Yeah, if anything. you don't got robots in your freaking movie or some kind of uh No, but I you know, when I went to the movies to see that, I went with people and they were depressed and they're not <laughs> a lot of them weren't they weren't even like you know, hardcore into it. They just wanted to go see a movie that was that might have been okay or whatnot. It wasn't even okay. That's how bad yeah, it was. So mm-hmm. when you have people who don't even care that much about it and still are depressed, then they probably got a problem somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Um, womp womp. Sad. Uh, now we're gonna do a little thing to close out the uh, this bonus cast. A little game because we have two of the greatest anti heroes, maybe of all time. <laughs> we want to compare them. Uh, we're gonna do a play game called Martin or McLean. <laughs> I like my anti heroes like I like my coffee. Borderline offensive and filled with cigarettes. It's time for Martin or McLean. <laughs> who, who is more badass, Martin McLean? We're gonna be, we're gonna have these certain criteria. The only scientifical, like important criteria to, to differentiate the two because they are very awesome in their own right. So, uh, our first criteria: best chain smoker. Best chain smoker. <laughs> who is the better chain smoker? <laughs> Justin, you, like you go first. I would say Martin. Martin? Yeah. 
I mean, the first time you see him, he does... First, first off, he should be dead. First time you see Martin Riggs, he's asleep with a cigarette in his mouth lit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How do you sleep with a cigarette in your mouth? <laughs> Usually burn your trailer down. Not Riggs. <laughs> Not Riggs. He's fireproof. He's a badass. Uh, that hair is fireproof. I mean, if only thing I would say for John McClane is during a terrorist situation where his wife is in danger, he has no shoes, he's running for his life, he can't get in con- contact with the police, uh, certain death imminent, he really, really, really puts himself in danger for cigarettes. So I don't know if, I mean, who has a more commitment to cancer? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. That's a tough that's one. That's a tough one. I mean, Martin, I mean they're all going to be tough, but that's, yeah. <laughs> Martin, I I, I I go with Martin because that that wake sleeping on your back with a cigarette in your mouth thing scares the shit. <laughs> but as naked, but naked, smoking a cigarette, you just put a you just put a skeleton in there. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so one for what, what do you think, Matt? What do you think, Matt? God, that's that's a tough one because I, I can go into other things and see how they progress. <laughs> These are very but, bad for you. <laughs> yeah, do you have that? You, you, he knows they're bad for him. He's going to keep smoking them. Yeah. But Martin and says so the I same have, thing. Martin on the roof goes... He says the same thing. He starts eating dog biscuits later on. So that kind of means he kind of gave up. <laughs> so, but Martin says, I'm going to go with McLean on this one. Oh, man. Because Mar- McLean was smoking cigarettes during a hostage crisis. <laughs> Martin does on the roof say, hey, why don't we smoke, take our time, and die of cancer. And he smokes prior to that. He throws it off the roof. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he smokes like twice there. He's ca- I think he's he, he's kind of a he's more of a quitter. I think Martin quit. I mean, I look I look at the the, the question that it was. It had the word chain in. Chains, chain. Chain. chain smoking exactly. Martin's always he smokes, smokes a lot. The whole film. In that movie. Here, here's why I think Martin wins. Uh, Martin smoked a cigarette during a gunfight. McLean never smoked a cigarette during a gunfight. Never. But he's always on the run, though. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Martin doesn't. Martin don't run. He takes. He's like, look, if I'm gonna stand out here and shoot this sniper. I'm smoking a cigarette. I don't give a fuck. I don't care if I'm in this situation. I'm smoking my cigarette. I think Martin wins. I can't. I can't get over the dog biscuits. So. But that's in the future. That's not. I don't care. I, I still have to use it for context of what the character becomes. <laughs> well, Justin, you said you said Martin or McLean. Martin. I, I gotta go. Martin. Martin wins this one. Two to one. <laughs> All right. Some tiebreaker. I am. It wasn't a tie, so you came in just to, to give your opinion, which I, I, I admit, but <laughs> man, he woke, he wakes up with a cigarette in his mouth. He has to. Best 80s hair. Best 80s hair. This is like a walk away. <laughs> yeah, this is this is it. I mean, you, you can't deny this one. Come on. Yeah, why are we even talking about this one? <laughs> Best 80s hair. The, the man made the mullet look cool for three movies. <laughs> I wanted to grow it. Watching it. I wanted to grow it. Like, look at that. I wanted to grow it this morning. I'm a black man trying to grow a mullet. I don't even, I don't <laughs> Best black partner. Best black partner. <laughs> Mur- Murtaugh or Al Powell? Damn. That's a tough one, man, because I love Al Powell. Al Powell's awesome. <laughs> Al Powell. Al Powell. Al Powell. Need a- but are, are we, are we de- we're definitely going with Al Powell and, and Murtaugh as the partner, right? It's only two black guys. <laughs> we're not going with Argyle. A lot of those black people. I mean, you could say Johnson from... No. Well, he's not really a partner. He's but a he's partner. In, I mean, okay. No. We're just going to say partner, direct partner, not Direct partner. Black the guy, guy helping him. Al Powell was kind of helping him. Need a breath mate was helping him. <laughs> Who do you think was more enjoyable? Because I'm telling you right now, I'm kind of going with Al Powell here. <laughs> I love Murtog. Murtog just complained the whole fucking time. <laughs> I don't know. I like that. I, I like. I would go with Roger. I don't know. I just like the, the 
there was such a disconnect when they first met, you know, and there was such a, a opposite that they became a team at, at you know, toward the end, and I don't know, I liked that. So I'm going to go with Roger. Okay, tiebreaker, man. You're now the new mm. official tiebreaker. Who is better, Al Powell in Die Hard or Murtaugh in Lethal Weapon 1? Oh, God, this, is, this is like picking which baby you want to kill. Yeah, I know. There's, there's a lot of criteria I have to look at. They're both, both black. They're both black. And they're both black, which makes it even harder. If, well, it, does, it makes it easier because I'm not going to be They might both be sports stars. <laughs> yeah. Okay, which black partner? I'll, I'm probably going to say... I'm going to go with Al Powell. Al Powell. Uh, a few things, a few things. Here's the thing. Two things. Yeah. Under the table, it's, it's not money. <laughs> Two, main main thing is that Al Powell at the end he forgets his fear and ends up shooting the guy that wants to kill John. Carl, he kills He's Carl. Close to him. He kills Carl, and it also it seems in the first Lethal Weapon movie that uh, Mel Gibson uh, that Martin Riggs is actually saving Murtaugh more than Murtaugh is saving Martin Riggs. That is true. That is true. So it almost <laughs> seems like Murtaugh becomes a sidekick as opposed to a partner. Ah, so I'm going to kind of base this, it on that. Because without without I'm Martin Reeves, I'm just going to uh, say you're right. <laughs> Murtaugh would have been fucked. He would have been. He would have had the salt on his wound. His daughter probably would have gotten raped. That's true. He probably he probably would have gotten raped too. Oh yeah, but by Josh, I always I, 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 I would say you know, and if you look at that scene with the condoms and his daughter, that, that gets me every time. <laughs> <laughs> so it's two to one. It's two to one. Martin. Martin has two. Martin. Oh, uh, McLean has one. Best one-liners. Best one-liners. Now this is tough. This is also oh tough. boy. Best one-liners. <laughs> okay, now McLean has probably one of the most famous one-liners ever. <laughs> ever. Yeah. <laughs> Martin and has, it's so famous they had to change it. Yeah, they had to change it. Even, even the, the dub of his one-liner is, is, is funny. You go with Mr. Yeah. Falcon or, or Yippee-Ki-Yay motherfucker. That's, that's, that's almost more iconic than the original. <laughs> I mean, Martin says some funny things, but it's not one... I don't know. For me, I'm going to McClane because he doesn't have any... Martin doesn't have anything iconic, he says. Other than the Mighty Mo thing, the, the Three Stooges stuff, which comes kind of... Out of nowhere. It comes later on. The Three Stooges stuff kind of comes later on. What do you, what, what do you, what do you part think? Part two. Yeah, part what, three. what do you think, Jesse? McLean. Without a doubt, McLean. Yeah, it's got to be McLean, right? It has, it has to be. Yeah, it's, it's, it's McLean. It I, can't, I can't even front it. It's McLean. Everything. Christmas. You know. Yippee-ki-yay. It's just uh, fuck you. And yeah. <laughs> fuck me. Happy trails, Hans. Yeah. Jans, <laughs> All right. How to feel like get fucked, fucked on national TV? <laughs> the Wayne Glass, Glass. Who gives a fuck about Glass? Who the fuck is this? Sound <laughs> like I'm ordering a pizza? Oh god, so good. I'll fucking get, is, I'll I get mean, your fucking Dalmatian. <laughs> you're dead too, man. <laughs> Thanks for the advice. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no more boys. What do you think? Fucking stupid hands. Would you run over your foot with your car? <laughs> on fucking TV with that accent. Alright, uh, best. so it's two to two, Martin and McLean. Best leap off a building. Best leap off a building. Oh, man. Tough this one. is a tough one because you got... This is a tough This one. is a tough one, too. Mm. These are three tough ones in a row, okay? Because Martin's seen yeah. jumping off that building with that, uh, guy. With the crazy, crazy guy. guy. Do you want to jump? Do you want to jump? Do you? Do you? Well, let's jump together. 
<laughs> that's like my favorite scene in the whole Yeah, that's yeah. Right. I mean, I, I, well, you said you wanted him down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the fucking Murtaugh flips shit on him. Yeah. Get in! Get, get, get in! in. Yeah. Come on, man! It's like he went, oh my god, it felt like he wanted to eat I him. I thought he was gonna fucking like, make love to him in the middle of the street. <laughs> but, um, but, I mean, you look at Die Hard and you got that big explosion. That explosion is awesome. And McLean praying to God, please, God, don't let me die. And after the jump is that awesome swing scene. Again, I, I am kind of biased here. I gotta go with McLean. Uh, so it's Martin and McLean. Matt, you are now an official tiebreaker again. Uh, best man, leap off a building. Still, That's a tough. This is a tough one. Best leap off a building. Yeah. Uh, well, the thing is, okay, Martin jumped off literally a taller building. Yeah. Like he jumped off all the way to the ground. Yes. Yeah, I mean, right. granted, there was a, there was a bag right. at the bottom, so he was right. safe. So he had no fear of death. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> Whereas McLean literally had a fear of death. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So he's going up there again. And his handcuff broke he, he, and reassembled he, he, himself. <laughs> Yeah. If you watch that scene, the handcuffs that he has <laughs> snaps off and then reassembles yeah. himself. <laughs> it's they're magic handcuffs. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Continuity error that nobody saw. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, without the fear of death, the jump is probably taken away a little bit. It's, it's subtracted a little bit. So, you had one person who wasn't scared, one person who was, oh my god, I'm gonna fucking die. <laughs> so, when I jump, when I yeah, jump, jump, do ya, do ya, jump, do ya. <laughs> Yeah, I love so I'll, I'll have to go McLean. Ooh. Plus the fact it was like more of an epic jump with the fire in the back, bloody feet, and then he had to kick a window open to make sure he got through a window before he fell to his death. I love when they do that shot when he jumps off the building. I mean, they cut like 18 blocks. I'm not into slow. I, I hate slow motion. No, no, not the slow motion. I like the, the part where the roof blows up and they cut like 80 blocks away where you can see oh, the yeah, thing the, blowing the, up. Oh, yeah, the helicopter the just gets engulfed. No, yeah. but like you're watching the building explode from like like a, another town from a distance. Oh, yeah, that That one. shot okay, is awesome. Yeah. It, it really, yeah. It's boom, 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 boom. But yeah, that, the, so it's now three to two McLean. Best killing of the villain. Best killing of the villain. Joshua or Hans? Let's let's okay for this one. Let's all say it at, at the same time. Three, three, two, two one. Hans. Hans. Oh, I get it. Somebody else said. <laughs> we know. <laughs> the only reason I say that is because um, John McClane killed Hans. Murtog. Two and people. Big it took two people to kill Joshua. Joshua. Two people killed Joshua. <laughs> yeah. I hate I the problem I have with that Joshua scene is what, what's with those cops? Are they that bad? Did they let them like <laughs> I told you, after they that? Break yeah, so they're, much they're phone enough. They're, they're rookies. They beat the shit out of them. They're like, oh, who who we gonna? Um, um, did you did you did you handcuff them? Not, did you handcuff them? Not since no? the end of Roadhouse. Oh, shit, get that alive. shit off my lawn. Not since the end of Roadhouse have I seen horrible police work like that, where they're just breaking every law. Like, uh, you yeah. can't beat a suspect. To death, then shoot him. <laughs> and pick up a hooker to watch TV. Watch right? TV. They, that, that, that's the strangest scene. <laughs> the Stooges are on. Two, 20 minutes. Uh, this is not academic because it's now 42 McClane and we only have one category left. Uh, but we're just doing it anyway. Shits and giggles. Best painful scene. Best painful scene. Electrocution or glass and foot? Woo! Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> I, I don't know, man. I, I can I, I think know. I can take electrocution. I've been electrocuted before. I don't like electrocution. I don't, I don't like, like glass. The, even a, even a low wattage of electrocution bothers me. But glass in your foot, man! Oh my god! I don't like. I, can't, I Every time that scene comes on, I get that that wince. To this day, I'm like, oh, oh. it makes me just seize up. 
electrocution is like huge. Whatever. <laughs> Green Mile. <who> cares? <laughs> it's like, well, whatever. Yeah. Whatever. yeah. Whatever. <laughs> my head's not going to light on fire. Marv took it like a champ. I didn't do anything to him. <laughs> <laughs> he was spitting out blood. <laughs> That's the best you've got, you son of a bitch. Uh, but I, I'm going to go with McLean here. This one's going to affect that. Glass in your foot, man. You can't do shit. <laughs> you can't do a fucking thing. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say McLean as well. Um, but I think, I think uh, Martin had it worse when he got shotgunned in the chest, and then he went through. Blood. Yeah, that's true. But he, he, yeah. he didn't get cut though. He had a vest on. Well, that's still. <laughs> oh no, no, he no, got no, shot no. in the chest with a shotgun. He should have been in a hot. He should have broke all blank. of his ribs. <laughs> yeah, it most likely should have. <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, and he went through glass as well. Yeah, yeah. And he kind of blacked out, you know, and he jumped up and he just got the gun. <laughs> he almost shot, oh, he he almost shot Rod. Rod in the face. Like, I'm on your side. I'm on your side. That would have been some, huh? That would have been real. He just kills him right there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Lethal weapon. Cut the black. <laughs> Crash. Crash the black. That would have been our first. What the fuck movie was I watching? <laughs> Did he ever accomplish anything? We said he was a lethal weapon. Yeah, yeah. You're a lethal weapon. I warned you. I warned you, Riggs. Uh, so yes, the winner and champion, McLean, John McLean, of the New York Police Department, who died in Russia. Is he a copy? I thought it was New York and still in the fourth one. I think for some reason they're in Rutgers, and uh, he's like cop in Camden. Oh. I think that it changes. Like a rent-a-cop? Oh, I don't know. I'll have to look into that, but I could have oh, swore that was the case. Which kinda, That's I remember the seeing it. I think I was bad. watching the theater, and I was like, did you, did you mess that up? <laughs> Wait, you know what's funny? I don't even, I'm not even surprised. I wouldn't be surprised if they fucked that up. That's that's how some people are, you know. I, I guess swear to God. Well, um, it's the end of our little bonus cast. Does Justin, you want to say anything to the viewers who've followed us for a year? Yeah. Um, if any of you are attractive and <laughs> want to have a good time, uh, female. Here's his address and phone number. Uh, he's, a, he's a Scorpio. Um, but but thank you. And, uh, uh, you know, I appreciate it. And the comments as well, when people make comments. And I, I like it more when people are against me. <laughs> what I say. I guess that's just a fetish of some sort. I don't know. I've been getting yelled at from Longmire. Tell me how much you hate me. Uh, Tell yeah, me. I mean, Tell me how much you I've been getting yelled at for Longmire for about a month. <laughs> Oh yeah. yeah, that's awesome. People are like, people should, you don't know shit about people shit. from Wyoming are trying to kill me. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, remember I told I told you that it's like, hey, did you post that review on the IMDb boards? Because people are like, are shredding you about it. <laughs> I'm like, what? Oh, let me look. Oh my it's god. It's like what? I was like, who? I was like, who's Mr. Draco? I was like, okay, it has to be you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm reading the comments. I'm like, oh, okay. I guess it's like just, these people really hate what I had to say. Really like Longmire. I didn't know the fan base was that rabid. <laughs> Apparently, I thought Wyoming... Yeah, the five people that are watching it. The entire population of Wyoming is pissed at me, literally. It's like eight people. It has to be a black guy saying (laughs) It's got to be. Matt, do you have anything to say to our uh, viewers on the side and listeners to the podcast about our one year on on the inner inner space anniversary? Yeah, um, thanks. And, uh, you know, we're trying to put out good product out there for everybody to read. We always put uh, out. We always put out. Yeah, we always put out on the first review. We're, we're a cheap date. We are. We'll write something. You show up to the hey, house. I asked for. Uh... I'll, I'll get in line. It's not a big deal. Yeah, you know? Get in the back. Hey, hey. 
but no fat chicks. No fa- wait, fat wait, chicks. Hey, hey, hey. They need love too, man. Hey, fat chicks. Well, don't worry, I, I got you. <laughs> okay. Well, let, you, All right. You, you can jump on the brown brother your over here. Or, the two or your white guys aren't having it. And your heavyweights. <laughs> DJ's always want to take I'll, one. For I'll the take team. one for the team. Um, no, but uh, in honesty, though, know, thanks for you know, people who look at the site, read the reviews, and occasionally leave a comment or download the podcast to listen on their way to work or running or from police you know, during, <laughs> running during sex running, or, running from you know. the, the law. <laughs> yeah, if you're running from the law, you're listening to like the simplest reviews podcast, taking you know? a shit, yeah, taking a dump, nothing, you know, nothing, whatever, nothing. whatever you want to do, hearing our voice or whatever. If our voice helps you get off, or oh, wow, you know, uh, yeah, <laughs> we, we appreciate. It's getting dirty all of a sudden. Uh, it is. <laughs> it's always bad. It always comes back to that. It always comes back to getting off. Uh, I like to just echo you guys' statement. I'm I, I, reason why I did this because. We do this whether we're recording ourselves or writing stuff or not. We talk about movies all the time, and this is just a really yeah. fun, fun outlet for us to do it. And it's been fun from beginning to now. I have more. Fun. I'm at work, and all I'm thinking about is is this podcast. <laughs> it's like making sure it's correct, <laughs> and I got the questions correctly, and I'm getting. That's all I mean because I have so much fun doing it, and I, I have fun. Even the people in Wyoming wanted to kill me. Their comments are very, very, very funny. And I'm like, <laughs> um, yeah, but I, I, you fucking losers. And, and I think since we started this, this, this site, I think I've, I think we've all like even started to be, watch more stuff that I probably wouldn't have watched. I, there's no way in hell I'm watching Olympus Has Fallen, <laughs> unless I was working. On this yeah, <laughs> not yeah, not on your own. But there's not, not by accident. But there's no there's no chance in hell I'm watching After Earth or not After Earth, After Another Earth or. Uh, some of the other strange uh, Utopia or Orphan Black, I wouldn't watch those. There have been some of those like horror movies. Horror movie, yeah, yeah. Kill October. List, I wouldn't watch any of those without this website because I'd have no reason to. But this website gives me an opportunity to see other things and hang out with my friends and do cool stuff. And you guys seem to enjoy it. And I'm happy. I'm glad. And, and and let me say as well, uh, I appreciate both of you guys uh, doing this with me. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah, no, not course, to, not to, it's a lot of fun. Not to get emotional because I'm a man. I'm not a pussy. <laughs> hey, you're not an I eat pancakes. With a pussy. 80s, I eat many pancakes. Being 80s and I chop man. trees down with my hand. 80s men are sensitive. <laughs> 80s men are sensitive. Um, he's been a play. I cry at night. Um, but, you know, a lot of work. <laughs> he's a millennial man. <laughs> he's a millennial man. <laughs> but no, no. Sure. I, it's all, <laughs> but, I, you know, I, uh, I, I appreciate it. Because it lets me, uh, it's really the only thing I got <clears throat> looking forward to anymore. Um, it Jesus, this is getting like serious now. <laughs> to do it, yeah. No, no, no crying, no crying. I said I wasn't going to cry. Um, and, you know, and, and for, for spending time, because, you know, we all have jobs and everything, and this is kind of doing it for free. So it's not like we're making anything for yeah, it. Yeah, so we need to make time. some goddamn money off this site now. <laughs> but, you know, send us money, please. All the editing you guys do, and, you know, DJ working and killing it and i know before you had the that one day where everything crashed on you and you <laughs> i was freaking <laughs> having out a like bit a, of a late night on that I one freaked like a little so girl like, oh my i God. appreciate it <laughs> no you know I was, I was freaking out like a little girl one day we're i think it was the april podcast all my audio got deleted <laughs> and i'm like uh-huh. i'm texting justin uh i'm fucked <laughs> <laughs> And Justin talking. Well, to- I mean, <laughs> to be honest, like when you when you say stuff like that, and like we, we no, we don't take this all that serious. But I mean, it means something yeah, to all of yeah, us in yeah, a certain yeah. way. So, 
And I mean, it's like we we got like good little bond going on between the three of us. We all like the same things, and we could talk back and forth and have you know opinions that don't always agree, mm-hmm. but we can you know get go into long winded tangents and maybe come to some common ground at some point. So I'll just say Peter but, I mean, Peter Weller is all I'll say. <laughs> Peter Weller, yeah, Peter Weller is what brought us together. Here. Uh, and that's what's important. That's what's important. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, uh, we're gonna be back probably next week. We're gonna start recording podcasts again regularly. We took a little time out, but we're gonna be back regular talking movies, talking TV, talking Amanda Bynes, talking about your mama, talking about your mama. So uh, for uh, Justin Blizzy and Matthew Stewart, I'm DJ Valentine. Happy anniversary, uh, liquor. Cue <laughs> champagne. Cue champagne. Cue noises. Yeah, popping bottles. <laughs> with- yeah. Open bottles. For all of us here at Simplistic Reviews, thank you for a terrific year. Happy anniversary. Now let's pop some bottles and get loose up in this bitch. I'm not gonna stop drinking till I'm slurring like Russell Brand. Yeah. British bad boy bombed.